0: This is the Less Doing Podcast with your host, Ari Mysel. Learn how to optimize, automate, and outsource and be more effective at everything.
1: welcome to the less doing podcast I just want to talk about one thing today before I get to uh, the interview which I'm pretty excited about but it's the idea of a diet versus a lifestyle you know there's there's no end to the amount of diets there are whether it's the wheat belly diet or the uh, primal diet or paleo or atkins or the south beach diet there's just there's literally thousands of diets, and most of them are pretty crazy, I think. Uh, But my main issue is that a diet suggests something temporary in itself. You know, either someone's dieting because they're trying to get back in shape for the summer, or they're trying to, even if it's for, you know, something really good, like they're trying to lower their blood pressure because they have chronic blood pressure or they're diabetic, diet in itself suggests something temporary. So... We're human beings. Does it make more sense to spend a month, you know, cutting out some of your favorite foods or, you know, limiting yourself to certain things? Or does it make sense to make slow, although maybe drastic, but still slow, incremental, and long-term changes to your life? Things like, a really good example, honestly, is it's called a diet, but the Bulletproof Diet is great because, just cuz because of the way it's set up whether or not you agree with with Dave Asprey's methods the way that he set it up is that you've got several food groups you know whether it's nuts or proteins or fats but he's got from green to red and basically the concept being that the more of the foods that you eat in the green the better you're going to be but if you're eating foods in the red it it doesn't mean that you're not adhering necessarily you're just you're just not doing the best that you could you know, obviously, you want to avoid the ones that are all the way in the red, but it's sort of a scale of how good do you want to do? And you know, the idea being that when it becomes something where it becomes more natural, and it makes more sense, and you feel better, and you sleep better, and you have better performance, and you are have better clarity of thought. It should be something that's really ingrained. And you should look at a a certain kind of food and think, that's food and I'm going to eat it. And then you should look at something else and say, that's not food. I don't eat that kind of thing. So me personally, you know, I I try to eat a lot of good fats, whether, you know, it's olive oil and coconut oil, MCT oil, grass-fed butter, pastured egg yolks, that kind of thing. I try to eat a lot of fats. I try to cut down as much as I can on refined sugars and processed foods. I I I don't think I could put a name to that as a diet. You know, what what would I call that? It's not a high fat, low carb diet. It's it's is it a high fat, low sugar diet? It doesn't really mean anything. It's it doesn't have a convenient name like pescatarian or flexitarian whatever you want to call it. But I just try to follow sort of general guidelines. And of course that goes along with keeping an active lifestyle, whether that's Moving on a regular basis or focus exercise is also another matter for debate, but basically try to find the lifestyle that works for you. So it's, it, food should not be work. That's, that's kind of basically what I'm getting at, I think, is that food should not be a source of stress, whether it's the preparation or the, the choosing of it, and especially not the eating of it. Food should not be a stressor. And with that thought, we'll turn it over to the interview.
2: Hi, and welcome to the podcast. Today we're talking with Laura Berman, co-founder of Mellon. Hi, Laura.
0: Hi, Ari. How's it going?
2: Good. Thanks for talking to us today. Uh, why don't you just start off by telling everybody what Mellon is?
0: Yeah, so Mellon is a an EEG headband that monitors brainwave activity, and we correlate that to focus. And then we have an app that lets you track your task and your environment and any other tags that you want to enter. And then from there, you can learn how your focus is affected by those tags and learn to improve. And right now, we're on Kickstarter.
2: OK, great. So well, first of all, for, for people who don't know, let's just say, explain what EEG protocol is, really.
0: Yeah, so EEG is a technology that's been around for almost a century now, and basically how it works is it measures the electrical activity that's given off by your brain. So kind of in the same way that EKG measures the electrical activity from your heart, we do the same thing for your brain, and then your brain's constantly giving off different types and amounts of that activity, and different ratios of that correlate to different mental states. So that's what we're looking at with our, with our headband.
2: So now you're looking at sort of general like mental acuity levels and focus, or uh, I mean, is that is that really the focus? Well, pardon the the redundancy, but is that is the focus on focus?
0: Yeah. Well, so as a company, we're focused on focus. (laughs) I know it's redundant. but there are also there are tons of other mental states that can be measured with the headband. So like in our SDK, people can work with different sleep states. They can work with meditation, um, lots of different things.
2: So so how does it differ from something like a Zio sleep coach, for instance?
0: So it's pretty similar to Zio in terms of the fact that both of them are EEG headbands. So just like our headband can monitor sleep states, Zio's headband could have monitored attention um it's just what the companies are focused on it differs
2: so uh, so you could wear yours 24 7 if you wanted to
0: if you wanted to yeah
2: okay (laughs) so what kinds of things do you see people sort of using these for generally just for work for i I know in in the Kickstarter video you had somebody doing yoga with it on uh i mean it's it's sort of to improve in all aspects of your life
0: yeah, so what we really wanted to do was create a really open platform because everybody we talk to has something different that they focus on and that they want to learn how to improve their focus on. So, yeah, in the video, we show somebody doing yoga. We show somebody doing work. I've used it when I'm working. Um, I'm a golfer. I've used it to help my focus with golf. And with the app, people can put in a tag for whatever it is they're doing. Our goal is just to help people – improve what they already do in their day-to-day life, but not give them more to do, if that makes sense.
2: Well, so now, golf's a great example. So I'm also a golfer. Um, how do you... Okay. How can you use that information sort of in real time, or is it something that you have to play your game and then kind of, like, re-examine how it went focus-wise, or is there sort of an immediate feedback loop that you can use?
0: Yeah, so it works both ways. So... EEG is really responsive and it's great to use in real time. So one way you could use it in real time out on the golf course is bring a friend and have them look at the app for you kind of while you're hitting a shot. Or for me, I used it not so much in the real time um, situation. I I did sort of some of the training with the focus, the focus training. And then with my pre-shot routine, I carried over the things I learned from that into my pre-shot routine to get really focused before my shot. There's a few different ways to use it.
2: Okay. Oh, so that's interesting. Okay. So you can, I mean, once you sort of train yourself, then you can you can actually determine that you have become, you have entered a focused state before you make the action man.
0: Yeah. So it's something where I developed a tool, a mental tool, where I knew I was really focused and I could carry that over to my golf game without even wearing the headband while I'm not on the golf course.
2: So now, obviously, stress and focus are related in some ways, but can you, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you're familiar with heart rate variability training and, and, and the related sort of protocols around that. Can, can, do those sort of play mm-hmm. into this at all?
0: So stress is something that can be measured with EEG. It's not something that we're looking at specifically. I think the way it manifests itself most in what we're doing is if you're stressed, you're not going to show up as focused in our algorithms. So that's just something that people need to be more self-aware of with our application, or maybe someone wants to create an application for stress using our SDK.
2: Well, so one of the things I was thinking is, you know, there's a lot of uh, sort of – there's like an app called Zoomio Stress Doctor where you can test your heart rate availability, like in the morning, and based on Mm -hmm. the results that you can decide – if you're going to work out at all or if you're gonna do a really hard workout, so I, I i'm I'm guessing, and I feel like you could probably use Mellon for something similar, where you could say like you know, I need to write this this really important chapter in my novel, and I wake up today and uh, you know Mellon says, "I'm not very focused today, so maybe I shouldn't do that today. Could you do that?
0: Yeah, well I think I think that people their mental states fluctuate a lot over the course of the day, and I really can't imagine a day where somebody would wake up and something would be so wrong where they couldn't regain focus if they woke up really unfocused. So part of what Mellon does is it helps you identify your especially focused moments and helps you recreate those. And then we also, if you're wearing the headband and you are focused and you've gotten into that focused state and then your focus dips for a sustained period of time, we'll give you tips and encourage you to take breaks during those times to help you Maintain focus over a much longer period of time instead of trying to work through those really
2: unfocused moments. Gotcha. Okay. So that, well, that's that's really really cool. Uh, and obviously, I mean, you can you can use that information to decide which activity might be best to do uh, at a given time. And one of the things that I, I'm big on with uh, with less doing is sort of learning your for lack of a better word, your biorhythm and determining mm-hmm. what times of day and what times of week are better for you to do certain activities, whether it's writing or something creative or, you know, crunching numbers. And I feel like um, Melon could probably give you really drilled-down answers to those questions.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's part of what our app is really built to do. So if you use Melon at different times of day or, during, like, when the weather is different, we take – or we keep track of all of those variables. So if you find out that by using Melon that you write best in the mornings when it's sunny and that you should just never even try writing when it's raining outside or something, those are insights that we're delivering through our app.
2: Now, what, what do you visually sort of see on the app? What, is it, you know, a, a color-changing orb? or I mean, how does it sort of identify your levels of focus? Is it a graph?
0: Yeah, so we visualize focus in a really unique way. So we have a gradient in the, gra- or in the app that changes colors based on your focus level. So red means you're really unfocused, and then it changes all the way through all these colors to blue, meaning you're at your most focused state. And then, so any section of the app always has that gradient changing in the background, so you can always look over and see where you're at. And then, our insights also just display that later in a historical um, trend section.
2: Okay, cool. Uh, Now, another thing that obviously comes up a lot with quantified selfers uh, and biohackers is sort of the the realm of nootropics, and whether that means drinking a cup of coffee or taking something like modafinil. Could you – I mean, obviously it seems like you would be able to use melon to determine when that substance or aid had kicked in.
0: Yeah, so I think it's definitely helpful to see when that's kicked in. And I know just from personal experience, um, there's this sort of tendency to, like, just drink coffee anytime your focus dips or anytime you feel a little tired and just kind of continuously add to the amount of caffeine you've had in the day. And this can re- all can really help you figure out, like, when you've had too much coffee, like at what point you've had too much and it's actually negatively affecting your focus.
2: Well, so now, have you found out anything surprising about yourself from using it?
0: Um, Well, I've almost stopped drinking caffeine, actually. Um, I just found that it doesn't work well for me. And, I mean, just the the takeaway that I've had for my golf game is my pre-shot routine has really changed, and my golf game's improved from working with the
2: melon. So... Uh, and it's funny because so I I really like the taste of coffee. I don't like the effects of caffeine. They tend, caffeine tends to make me kind of jittery, but I'll, I'll mm-hmm. drink coffee, uh, which I cold brew and I usually put it in a smoothie. I, I never find that it gives me a difference in energy level nowadays. It really is just sort of a difference in my like cognitive function and my clarity for the day. So yeah, I, yeah, I totally. Totally get that. Um, It's 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 sort of knowing how to use tools properly rather than just taking, I guess, a shotgun approach.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: So the the Kickstarter campaign I know is you've been you've gotten to to your goal already, right? And you have quite a bit of time left.
0: Yeah, we hit our goal pretty quickly. I think on the third day, and we're about halfway um, to our second. 100000 which would get our stretch goal to add an accelerometer to the headband. And then we have about, I think we're at 24 more days left of the campaign right now.
2: Well, I mean, congratulations on that alone. You know, it, it, People never realize how many Kickstarter campaigns don't do well. They just start with the ones that do do well. So, so, so you know, great job on Thank getting you. where you are. Uh, when when um, are they expected to be delivered?
0: So we're planning on shipping in November.
2: Oh, great. Are you uh, having them manufactured somewhere in America or somewhere else?
0: Yeah, we're um, looking at manufacturing here in the U.S. We're really excited to do that. We actually we took a trip to China last year and had some of our prototypes built, and we're a small team, and manufacturing in the U.S. is a better option for us. So that's what we're looking to do.
2: That's wonderful. So uh, – uh, I'm in reverse order than my last two questions here, but first of all, tell everybody the URL that they can go to 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 get in on this awesome tool.
0: So tell everybody where they can go to get in on the awesome tool.
2: Yes, the URL.
0: <laughs> oh, the URL. Oh, wow. The URL is really long, <laughs> um, but if you, I would say, Google Kickstarter and Melon Headband, and it should just be the first thing that pops up.
2: Okay, well, we're going to link to it in the post as well, but I like to have people say it anyway. Well, so then the last question that I always ask people on this podcast is, and I'm really interested to hear what your answers are actually, is what are the top three things that you do to be as effective as possible? What are those three things that make you just really productive?
0: All right, so I'd say my number one thing is knowing – my what time of day I'm at my most productive. And for me, it's the morning by far. Um, the second thing I would say is don't overdo the caffeine because it can be really detrimental. And I would say that the third thing is just to make sure you take lots of breaks because it's impossible for anyone to sustain focus for an extremely long period of time, but taking breaks really helps you over the course of the day.
2: Do, do you have any structure? Those are great examples, by the way, but do, do you have any structure to the breaks that you take?
0: To the breaks that I take? Um, yeah, like off- I, take yeah, I take short breaks, so like five-minute breaks, and it's always good to get up and walk around, um, whether you're just walking to go get a glass of water or, or kind of stretching, anything to kind of get your body moving a little bit in between kind of your sit-down focus sessions is really helpful.
2: Great. Well, Laura, I really appreciate your time. Uh, I, I think that well, I know that I can't wait to try out my melon headband. Uh, and I hope that uh, people found this interesting and, and end up supporting the campaign, which is already funded successfully. So if you get on it, you're you're, you're going to get a melon headband. And you're going to be more focused. So, Laura, thanks again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me.